Once again, using our northern office for part of this uh, interview. Yeah, yeah. North and south. North and south. Secret location. It's like a like a nuclear bunker. Yeah, and Mark, look, I want to start off by saying a huge, huge shout out to everyone listening to this podcast. Yeah, like absolutely. you showed me the numbers. And it just blows my mind. I mean, we're pushing 20,000 listeners. Why are you in the listening last to us? 30 days. <laughs> Why are you listening to us? We don't know. Please email us. And the email is ukbasketballpodcast at gmail.com. And look, and tell us, why you're, 20, tell us why you like us. Tell us why you like listening. Tw- <laughs> if there's 20,000 people listening, yep. please, in 30 days, can those 20,000 people please email Mark? just to wind him up if he received 20,000 no, emails that would be so funny I want it e- annoying. yeah I want emails but I don't want 20 well look I would be grateful for any emails but uh, and ones that are not relating to extending or changing some body part or, or CCTV CCTV or um, basketball Buying a kit, kit. I, yeah. I, uh, if you are looking for a basketball kit at the moment like I, I can put you in contact people because everyone seems to want to contact the show I don't know why but yeah please get in touch with the show uh use dms on our instagram uh, which is talking basketball podcast you can find that anywhere um or obviously like also the normal email because we want to hear from you we want to know if you want to hear different things on the show if you want different topics if there's a special topic you want us to talk about um or if you maybe want to come on the show yourself yeah and also if you can write in there who you want Mark to support once no one thousand no one thousand um messages come in with a single team that's who you're going to support Mark. Oh, what like so I'm going to get a thousand messages saying Mark you've got London support. Lions yeah, you've got exactly. to support the London Lions so yeah there you go so please do that what? but 20,000 want... emails into you would just be so funny well from my perspective anyway I don't want to support the London Lions no offense London I just don't want to support you so please do get a thousand please in. email Mark with the word London Lions please I did say it I can't retract please. it I could delete the episode but other than that <laughs> you know what my favorite um stat is that in global comedy in the world our podcast is currently 807 which is mental this is mental yeah uh, oh, I think I'm just looking through some of the ones. It's just, it's just bizarre. Yeah, 776 for USA comedy. Well, you and said there's like five million. A lot of our listening out there, and yeah, but a lot of our listeners are from the states, which is um, is interesting as well. You know, I have I a theory on that. I have a theory that because we're called talking it about is the podcast, U- the English accents, isn't they it? Love it, love it. They listen to us and go, "Wow, we." Uh, we don't sound anything like that. That's exciting. I was yeah. talking to a lady the other day, and um, she's in her 60s, and she brought up that she was listening to a podcast. And I was like, really? And she went, yeah. She goes, I love the tone of the other chap's voice. And I went, oh, his name's Mark. I'll tell him. So she's going to be listening to me oh, no. tell you what she said. <laughs> so, um, yeah. There well, you go, Mark. She says you've got are, a lovely thank tone. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Yeah. A lovely tone in your voice. 
Yeah, I met someone who said the other guy's face doesn't match his voice. Yeah, yeah, I've had that one. I've had that one. But um, yeah, but thank you very much for for for, for listening and and all the nice things. I've been getting lots of um, um new ads on Instagram, which is cool. Basketball ads. Um, Have you received yeah, any so more lots chicken? of different university sites and stuff? That's great. More chicken. Say again. Have you had more chicken? No, I haven't been back to KFC. Not yet. So, but y- yeah, you, ne- you never know. Next time I go down there, I might get some more free chicken. If you have chicken. a product that you wish Paul to sample or endorse, get in touch with the on the email, UK Basketball Podcast, or of course on Instagram, and Paul will but, naturally, quite happily, whore himself out for you. Yeah, and, and your no problem with that. But 807 in world comedy. Um, yeah. and I don't think we've even ever t- said a joke. Do you want me to say a joke? First no. joke. If, if they've seen our face, they probably laughed enough. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go. What's the right, joke? Then? Well, is it a basketball joke? Um, it's not. Mm. But it was t- it was said to me by the Portsmouth Force mascot. Okay. So it is. Let's have it. It is kind of yeah. So um, yeah, I might have said this to one. You should just go with it if you've heard it. Why did the chicken cross the road? To get to KFC? To see the idiot. Knock, knock. Who's there? The chicken. <laughs> oh, no. Echo. That is from the Portsmouth Force wow. mascot, Blue. So, Blue is automatically now at least late 50s, early 60s in age based on Potentially. that dad joke. No one knows. That's a no dad one joke. knows. That's a dad right. Joke. <laughs> Let's crack on with this. We will. Let's crack on. Right. So, BBL. It's um, Well, we got BBL and NBA today, Mark. Yeah, we got... Well, I was going to say, let's start off with the BBL. We got um, yeah. really... Uh, I won't say quiet week, but there's been some interesting games. But there's only been... Some weeks, it seems to be you have a few more games going on. Uh, there's only seven games this week, I think. Yeah. Well, do you want me to go first or are you going first? Go for it. Are you going to give me a buzzer? Or are you going to do that post-edit? Oh, I might do a post-edit, but I can hit you one now if I think it's the right one. But how about one? Yeah, I'll do. That'll do. Right. My first one is a big shout-out to the Caledonia Gladiators. Now, I saw this uh, on um, BBC um, News, and I thought it was absolutely fantastic, and I wanted to share it with everyone. And this is where a 10-year-old basketball fan um, turned up to a Caledonia Gladiator home game and he was dressed, dressed as the head coach, Gareth Murray. Um, so for those of you who haven't seen head coach of the Gladiators, um, he's got big beard, tattoos on his arm, and that is how this kid turned up to um, to, to the game. And um, I'm just looking at a picture now. I won't say the kid's name because I don't know what the rules are with all that stuff. But yeah, uh, he's got this big ginger beard. I'm looking got for the, the kit picture. Yeah, I've got it now. Oh. He's got um, <laughs> he's got these tattoo like fake tattoo sleeves. That's good. And um, what I really loved about this story is head coach uh, found out about it. He got I think it was him and his brother or him and his mate to. Um, no, I reckon that's his brother. Uh, down, had pictures with some of the players, pictures with the head coach as they're dressed up as the head coach. And also, I just want to say a huge shout out um, to Gareth Murray 
or the gladiators, whoever whoever came up with this, they've invited that fan to a gladiator um, training session um, and to be part of that training session. So I just saw that story and went, you know what? That is what basketball is all about. Going back to the fans, going back to the roots, going back to foundations. And uh, yeah, yeah, what a great story. Huge shout out to the gladiators for that. Yeah, that's that's uh, that was... I, I looked, looked at the pictures now. I, I know you said that you had something coming up like that, but yeah, that's a very cool picture. Very, very cool yeah. picture. Because like that kid won't, he he will remember that forever. He will remember that forever. That, yeah, that moment and seeing him and stuff like that. I'm not around the buttons today, but Mark, that should be a round of applause one, that one. Got to be for the gladiators. Okay. That's for you, Gareth nice, Murray. Nice round that's of applause. That is very, 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 very cool. And um, that's how you build a fan, isn't it? Like a proper life, a true, true fan for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great story that is. That's Absolutely. my one. Yeah, that's very cool. Well, I'm going to go with something outside the BBL, although it is still connected with Caledonia. That's why I thought I'd bring it up. So a uh, bit of a sad disappointment, really, that they, they played away in Poland for the Euro Cup and they, they lost that game 93-72 for Petitvin. So that, that's a bit of a, a bit of a kicking game-wise. Um, and I think I, I looked at the highlights of the game and one thing that struck me was that, you know, Caledonia are a strong team. And from the games that I've seen play, you know, they, they do very well. They do very well, as you said, at home. When they're in the Coliseum. In the I Coliseum. don't know what it's called, but I'm calling it the Coliseum. But as soon as they've been traveling away, the two games that they've traveled away, the last one, if you recall, over in France, had a bit of a hammer in there um, and that, I think it was Brittany around that area obviously again they got to Poland and they've had another 29 point deficit that you know that's, that's quite a big deficit sort of game wise um, so I think it's quite interesting because it's what it's highlighting is the BBL is definitely a, a step up from our, our I want to say our, our national league um, but our homegrown leagues that uh, go from grassroots right up so there's no question that the BBL is a, is a step up in talent. But when you're seeing now the talent there mixing with the talent in Europe, they're getting some different results. And, you're, you know, when we saw the Lions a few weeks ago, when they played away, they got a, a bit of a whip in as well. They, did, they have won one, and I think Bristol played away as well, and they've lost in the Euro Cup. But I think it wasn't more just a highlight on that specific game, but the difficulty that some of these... UK teams are finding breaking into Europe. It's one thing to qualify. It's another thing to actually be competitive. And I think that's their next hurdle. You know, now we're in the picks. Now we're talking about three or four teams that are good enough caliber to be playing out there. Um, now we just need to sort of start getting results in Europe. Yeah. So well, it is a commiseration so that they didn't do that. But I'm sure, you know, they've got, I think they've got a home game coming up soon. And I want to say that's a, I want to say a revenge game. But the game that they played in France, I believe they're playing that back in uh, the Coliseum. So that'll be quite interesting. Uh, the standard in Europe, Mark, is just, is, look, in some of these countries, it's their national sport. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, and I think that's where you're seeing it. You're seeing that step up from, we are professional basketball players. And they're like, yes, we are. But we are professionals that live it. And 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 it's not against the players necessarily. It's all of the background. It's all of the stuff, all of the infrastructure. 
all the things that we've talked about in some of the interviews where people have highlighted hey you well know, i do think the bbl players they live it as well oh yeah they exactly that's what i mean i think it. like the players to players wise they're there but the, the difference is in europe you've got that infrastructure of people having free practice times or the teams don't have to fight for funding or people are having to worry about you know where they're going to get funding or that sort of thing that's what happens in the uk in europe they're not having those sort of things and yeah you do wonder if the culture aspect absolutely. of of that has an effect but and yet there's no like way you're going to get that culture in england no no it's, way it's the second or third money's involved sport now in the in the uk second or third highest sport in the is it i thought you said it was fourth last week it was fourth and it's, it keeps growing yeah, apparently the numbers keep i want to say changing but they keep flipping oh. around so when they're looking at it now it's almost the, the second fastest growing and oh well well hopefully it's, badminton's it's, gone down where's badminton now i didn't even bother looking perfect well done they well heard done. your last one when you suggested that they threw all the rackets and that's exactly what they've done good good we are if anyone who's listening knows anyone who plays badminton at a very high standard please get in t- contact ukbasketballpodcast at gmail.com or on our dmms and we're gonna we i want to set up a game to get paul to play a game of badminton i think that would be good for the podcast and, and mm. i would love to commentate that and just watch his anger mark it's not a real sport and look if i tried to play it i reckon i could you know get to the olympics pretty easy well <laughs> easy you know what it shouldn't even be an olympic the sport olympics. take it out of the olympics you think you can get to the olympics easy racket you if know anyone for some easy. reason the g knows anyone in the gb team and you know anyone near gb badminton or anything like that please get in contact i want to get him to play someone who plays at that level that's the easy. goal now that's it that's easy. anyone listening embarrassing not embarrassing oh my right God. so what was your point we no. just it was getting purely, killed in Europe. They got they got a bit of a kicking in Europe, but it actually just highlighted yeah. a bigger thing, really, that when we're watching the BBL and the standard is, we've been really enjoying it, I think it's fair to say. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but when the standard in, in BBL is great, but then when you go to Europe... It's another step It's up. another step. It's, it's, it's another step, step up. Yeah, absolutely. But also, the, the I'm trying to say it the right way. Um, I think the, the budget... It's probably how I'd phrase it. I don't yes. know the details of the budget, but what they pay in in the BBL, I imagine for those teams, yep. is one thing. I'm yep. assuming once you get to the London Lions, it goes up another step. Yep. Then when you go to Europe, it definitely goes another step. Like yeah, people 100%. are getting paid. People are getting paid. I think the um, highest in uh, Europe is like three, four million. That's the sort of budgets that some people are getting paid. And, well, don't and, forget, and not the Turkish his, and Spanish teams have got a load of money floating around. And historically, you've had players not want to go to the NBA because they're like, I'm getting well paid here rather than go yeah. to the bottom of the ladder in the NBA. Absolutely. And, you know, we haven't really featured, maybe we'll do some features with people um, on like Euro Cup in, in Turkey and, and obviously the Euro Leagues themselves in Spain and Italy and, and Germany, mm. France, and because they are so competitive. Um, but, I mean... Paul and I discussed it off air before, and the truth is, there's just so much basketball going on. There's so many games; it would actually be really challenging just to keep on top of it. You know, we we It'd have be a other lives job. outside of the, yeah, it is a full time job just to keep on top of that because there's so much and basketball look, going on. I am happy to do that, but you know, 
I need a salary. The, the statistics involved in looking at all the games, you would you would actually enjoy. I'd need a salary yeah, but you'd, to, to be able to do it. You'd enjoy that, wouldn't you? That's the sad thing. I'd love it. You would, oh, yeah, I'd do it now. Look at all these field goals. Look at all the... Actually, that's gonna, that's a perfect segue to a comment you made just off air. You got very excited about when we were talking about statistics and there was some, a statistic that was on the uh, BBL webpage that no longer seems to be there. Yes, Mark. And you got to hand <laughs> it. Like, I think... You're taking I want to say this, this was... Uh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe you it's take, just... You're taking you know, full credit for this, aren't you? I think it was Elton John. Have you just put a clap in? I can half hear the clap. Do you, you just put a clap in? I did. Okay. I think it was Elton John when someone asked him something. He said, look, whether they write something good or bad in the press, as long as they spell my name right, that's all that matters. Okay. And I think that is so true, even with the BBL. Who said okay. that? Eldridge Brand. Elton John. <laughs> um, and I think that's true as far as the BBL, because um, you've completely thrown me now. Um, what point was I trying to make? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've changed the, so, they've changed the site. So it's... I think for good or bad, it doesn't matter what if people are saying saying positive or negative about BBL. As long as they're talking about it, that's all that matters. Yep. And one of the things we had a laugh about was how much turnovers are highlighted. When you go to the stats, um, you yeah, know, they really were. It was like, what is the most, the biggest stat you want to see? Well, we said points, assists, rebounds, mm. steals, blocks. They're probably the first five. I'd, I'll probably depend, maybe put them in that order. Yep. But on the website, it was turnovers was the first thing that came up. And I noticed this had changed on the website. So I just, I mentioned to Mark, hey, they, they could actually be listening to this show and gone, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Let's get rid of it. So yeah, Mark, I think we should give a big shout out to ourselves. However, 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 if anyone from the BBL is listening to a sh show, which I don't know if they are, um, when you go into the actual BBL website and look at the team section, yes. When you scroll down, the first thing that comes up is turnovers. Um, so I can see the high, yeah, the first thing I see is the highest amount of turnovers. Uh, I'm not going to say this poor guy's name um, and highlight is 38 turnovers. Come on. <laughs> um, but it's it's turnovers, points, rebounds, steals, assists. Um, I wouldn't even put turnovers in there. No. I wouldn't put turnovers in there. Do you need it? Or if you do, I'd have it last um i i but would, yeah i would love to see the bbl's audience data that's what i'd really like to see like who who is the demographic for the bbl and that that was one of my points for this week um so yeah we'll get onto that but i'd, I'd love to see the demographic data so, well mark look go to games. Made, we, we could have made a difference there we could have made a difference for good well, I think we have. So, are we going to give a clap for us then? I think we, I think we'll have a round of applause. Yeah, I think we deserve that. It's sort of half-hearted applause, like yeah, kind of. Why are you doing a half-assed clap? Well, you know, it's like thanks, mum. Thanks for turning up. Jeez, <laughs> jeez. Right, give me a give me a buzzer, Mark. Give you not a buzzer. an end buzzer, a starting buzzer. One of them. I said not an end buzzer. Uh, down, down, down. This is so hard when I'm not there pressing the buttons. How about that? Oh, 
Well, okay, that's fine. Let's introduce to all our listeners the BBL Trophy. Jeez. Hey, we got the BBL Trophy upcoming, Mark. Upcoming indeed. And as you uh, pointed out off air, not the cup, not to be confused with the cup. No, so previously you had the BBL Cup, and then that is being replaced with the um, All-Star Game. Yep. And, and yeah, that, so and the, BBL the BBL Trophy. trophy. Okay. The BBL Trophy is the main trophy, um, sorry, the main cup in English basketball. Now, what happens, I thought I'd just quickly explain this because we did that NBA in-season tournament yep. one, and um, that seemed to go down quite well. So it is very similar to the, um, well, you could say the NBA of, um, not copied it, but it's a similar layout, I guess. So you've got 10 teams in the BBL. They get split into two groups. So in one group, you've got London, Newcastle, Leicester, Manchester, and Bristol. And yep. in the other group, you've got Caledonia, Sheffield, Surrey, Cheshire, and Plymouth. Now, all of those teams play each other home and away. And then the top two teams go straight to the semifinals. And there, and this is what I like about it. There is a final four weekend. Uh, and that's they? the 27th, 28th of January. Nice. So you play your semifinal one day. You got the final the next day. So very, um, I'd say, American college-esque yep. is how I'd probably phrase that. But uh, that is that is starting soon. The only question I know you're going to ask, because you always throw these under the bus questions. Um, I, I like don't questions. know if these two home and two away games, if they are actually counts for league games as this well, or that's on top of the cup. <clears throat> I can answer I that. I don't know that. Oh, did, can you? Yes. So what is it? The league actually takes a pause between January. Oh. In January, the league pauses. So. That was my only information that I knew about it. So I thought it was called, they called it the Christmas break. That's what I thought it was the Christmas break, but it's not. Because they actually have games that are coming up all around the Christmas, like ones on uh, Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, etc. They actually stop the season January the 1st or 2nd. And that's when the cup starts. So the cup runs through all of January. Oh, sorry, the trophy. Stop calling it the cup. It's the trophy. That carries through all in January. And that's when they're having their break, effectively. So there's no okay. no championship games are played during that point. And then when you get to the end of it, it resumes again in February. So that is definitely more the traditional, yep. I say, British or European Cup kind of competition. Yes, it's separate to the league. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm interested with the timing. I think it's it's an interesting timing doing it in January because you think the All Star Game. You have March Madness. You have all those things going on um, in April sort of time. And then you have the playoffs afterwards. But where this is in January, this is going to clash quite heavily towards the, I won't say the, the rounding up of the NFL season. So, okay. Um, because you're, Well, they're getting the cup out the way, aren't they? And yes. that's what it feels like the NBA are doing. They're getting the cup out the way in yep. January and then they're focusing on the thing. So there's some correlations there between what the NBA are doing for the first time and the BBL trophy. Yeah, there's, there's, um, there's no way that we're going to go head to head with the uh, what the NBA were doing, that's for sure. Yeah. You know what? I have one comment to make about this and I'm really curious what the outside world thinks of this. And this is concerning the BBL trophy and the NBA Cup. I don't want to say in-season tournament. I hate that. I think that word 
that phrase sucks balls. It should be called the NBA Cup. Anyway, um, I, I would love to say a bit like the English football FA Cup. Would it be a good idea? So let's put it this way. Win the FA Cup, you have the first round. Yeah, and that's when like the, the non-league teams and the lower divisions start playing. And it's only when you get to the third round is when the Premier Clubs come in. Yeah, that's that's what the FA Cup is like in in English football. Okay. However, what some people aren't aware of, before that first round, there are like nine or 12 preliminary rounds where basically anyone in the country who has a football team can attempt to win the FA Cup. So I've played for a, a Sunday league team and we entered the FA Cup and we got to like the seventh round. We got like to the seventh round of the preliminary um, uh, pre preliminary rounds. And then you went up against some team you've never heard and we didn't even touch the ball. Um, and then, yeah, as you progress and progress, but that's when you get to this first round, you will get some random teams that you've never heard of before because they've gone through that preliminary stage. Anyway, just, just want to say this one point how amazing would it be if that was expanded in the bbl for the bbl trophy or the nba cup so in the bbl trophy you could get national league teams so the nbl teams going for that and then maybe getting for a preliminary round to then get in one of those groups and then maybe you maybe get two teams that could get into that into those groups now same thing for the nba how would it be if you get, I mean, they're going to have to be some significant teams, but is there teams that could go in that? Like, um, the way they do some that, of the, I guess, in the NBA would be the G League. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, the G League the only or way the D League. Could, it's the only way you could do it based on the fact of insurance. That would be that would be like anything in life. They, they insurers kill everything, don't they? But that would be the big one because it would be, hang on a second, you've got, Russell Westbrook on the court. He's yeah. he's got a thirty-five million a year contract. Like, I don't want some clown going underneath. But those clowns don't get to play them because they get knocked out in the first twelve preliminary rounds. You only get like one, like one team usually. Well, you get like maybe two teams break into that tournament. We think, oh wow, where they've come from, and it just so happens you have. Um, I mean, I think it's more difficult in the NBA because they're playing. Um, what the players these work, games yeah. as part of the league the, the money's bigger that's and, and because the yeah. money's bigger there's more that people could lose you know imagine if you're playing that someone get injured in that which is seen as a yeah you know in-season tournament kind of thing if they get they get hurt in that but then they muck up the regular season yeah but the thing is look, there's um i think this could be done in the bbl trophy yeah and it and the, the, the reason I like this is because you have teams like, um, you know, going back a couple of years, the Solent Kestrels, yep. who were arguably a BBL team. They were good enough and they were beating BBL. They would have a good run in that in yeah. that trophy. Yeah, but then that it highlights the, the, once the floor in the way our thing is set up is that and i'm sure it's around all around the, the world as well because i don't know and you know if anyone is listening we've got a lot of listeners in the in the us and canada and, and other places around the world 
let us know what your structures are for the top league. So in America, obviously, in Canada, it'd be the NBA. But what are your leagues like below that? Because there must be some sort of national leagues below that, which the ones that we're talking about, like Portsmouth Force, they're in Division 3 of a national league. But that national league has a ceiling, and that is it. And like the NBA, the BBL is a... a, a pyramid a, of one. It's a pyramid of one. It's on its own. It's in isolation. Whereas I don't know if the Euro Cup and those things is slightly different. We'll have to look into that. I don't know. We'll have to look at that. But just going back to the FA Cup, that is why the FA Cup is so special and it's so cherished in England as a cup competition because any football team in the country can win it. And I just... It, you know, you know, some people go, we won the FA Cup this year. Yeah. And so it, that was a successful season. But it always gets to a point, I guess, where someone in the lower league, some random team, uh, gets through to one of the preliminary leagues or one of the filtered rounds. And they get third round and get a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, there's, there's teams at the moment like um, Derby Trailblazers. You know, they're, they they are doing yep. well. They've got a good setup. You've got to argue, it'd be great to see them in the BBL trophy. That would be really good. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. you know, like, like, like the Kestrels a couple of years ago. Reading. They would be, they wouldn't lose every game. They no. wouldn't lose every game. They well, gave some teams um, a run in one of the comp comp competitions that they, they won. So, yeah, it's... um. It's just, it was just an idea I had. I mean, we're probably waffling on about it too much, but it was just an idea I had. And I thought, you know no, what, I'll I think throw that in space. And you never know. I think it works. That would work to an advantage as well, because, you know, in the UK, football or soccer, some places know it, but everyone in the world knows it's football. Um, that is the, like, the number one sport. That's the predominantly played sport. And it's more importantly, it's the sport with the most money, it's the sport with the most backing behind it, the, the longest history, um, the easiest access necessarily. So wherever you go, football is, is um, what's it? It's not the epitome of sport in in, our, in the UK society, but that's what we're linked to. We're just not very good at it, apparently. But, um, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, we're not. We don't win anything, do we, football? But we're getting in finals and semi-finals, Mark. I would disagree with that. Yeah, are we winning anything? No, I, I disagree I, with that. I don't remember silver place. I just remember gold. So no. you 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 win or you're nothing, basically. Seconds first loser. That's all it is. Wow, wow. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, if you look at all of the funding and all of that, and all of you put all of that together with football, and then when you look where basketball is, it's amazing how popular basketball is because. It hasn't had all of those things in place. So if we then flip that to the leagues and how they're structuring it and they're changing some of these structures, if they can adopt some of these football nuances, people would understand it more, which is you know, yeah. the point that you're making. Oh, I see. That's like the FA Cup. Bang. I don't like football. I don't follow it. No interest in it. But I understand the structure because it is pretty laid out. It's pretty simple. So why would we do anything different or make it something different. yeah i just um, i just love the way that maybe yeah they and any team can enter the bbl trophy look yeah. in almost all circumstances the cream rises to the top isn't doesn't that it? like 
uh, Wimbledon. Doesn't Wimbledon and tennis do something similar? Because sometimes you get these random. Yes, like, I believe they do, but I don't know the but you have specifics. It you has have to, to be like a ranking or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. A ranking and a But it's like really, uh, it's a really early ranking system. But again, why not do that with the BBL and get with the BBL trophy? Sorry, and get two extra teams going in. Yep. Look, they're probably going to end up being a Div One team um, who, who goes in there from the NBL. But I mean, what a, what a great idea! Yeah, if you didn't have well, wild cards, just, you wouldn't have the NBA playing like we have now. It would just be. There's it. That's it done. And look at the the, the media side of that. Let's just say um, the Solent Kestrels managed to get to a final of the BBL trophy. Yep. And they were playing London Lions. With the exception of the London fans, the entire country would be watching the support the Kestrels play, wouldn't they? Because it's yeah, that. Yeah, 100%, 100%. It's, you know, David versus Goliath. Yeah, of um, course you would. And that is why the whole country, when it comes to the FA Cup, comes together to watch these non-league teams take on the huge Premier League juggernauts because they're like, look, these guys are going away to a changing room that's tiny, to, uh, you know, fans that are on the sidelines screaming at them. It's intimidating and it's like, wow, that's this is not what they're used to. And that's why you have these upsets happen. But, yeah. you know, if they could incorporate that into the BBL trophy, I think that'd be great. That would be nice. Uh, would you, if we're on that subject, would you change the name of the BBL trophy to the BBL Cup? Would you just actually call it that? Um, I don't it think it matters. I mean, you've got history. That's the thing with the BBL trophy. You've got history with that, with that name. Yeah. And so maybe you can't change it because that, like, you know, uh, I mean, when when I see the name BBL trophy, I think Cal at the moment, Caledonia buzzer beater at the end. That three, that shot that yeah, that guy hit, you know, that's BBL trophy. Um, and because you've had another thing called the BBL Cup, it's like, oh, just keep it yeah. like it is. That was what a long it? point in the end. No, that's good. What does it look like? I've got to look it up right now. I'm just trying to see what the it looks like. the actual trophy itself. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's all right. Silver. Yeah. I'd, I'd want a little bit more flash than that, but I do like a simple thing. I don't like things look too crazy or when they have so those. critical yeah why not so critical it's not it's just being diplomatic and giving a different viewpoint right i didn't say it i haven't seen it so i can't comment but <laughs> yeah right so mark give me a buzzer i've got a game here give me a buzzer there we go we got to talk about newcastle the newcastle eagles finding some form at the moment so you know the most prestigious club in the UK. Most decorated. Um, most decorated. And, you know, they're starting to find their form now. They took on the Plymouth Patriots and, you know, they took they took them on at Plymouth. So Pat Riots must be upset with this. The legend known as Pat Riots could only watch from the sidelines as the Newcastle Eagle dominated the Patriots 95-68. And, you know, it is... Good to see that the Eagles are now starting to find their way, especially, um, I, I, I said it before, in the fourth quarter, they seem to be um, not able to close out in the fourth quarter from what I was seeing in some of the games. So it's good to see that that is now changing. And, um, you know, got to talk about Ricky McGill. Did you see his highlight, his coast-to-coast -coast highlight? Yeah, that was... That was great. That was it reminded me of Chris Paul, Chris Paul-esque. Is what it reminded me of. Very so, Ricky um, McGill competent on the ball. 
Yeah, like oh, yeah, like complete full handles on that. Yeah. But really reminded me of like a, it just looked Chris Paul to me. And uh, Ricky McGill, he gets the ball, he brings it up the court. He does this superb behind the back, immediately into a crossover. Another crossover around three players, lays it up with his right hand. I mean, what a play that was. It was just, um, yeah, just, you know, I don't think it would be my favourite of the week, but it was absolutely superb watching it. And he ended the game with 23 points, nine assists and five rebounds. <laughs> so he was almost one assist away from um, a double-double. But um, what I liked about this game was, in particular, the Newcastle, um, Ward Hibbert, he had 20 points. Uh, Whitfield, 19 points. And then Green and Neighbour also chipped in with 10 points apiece. So it was a nice spread across with five players getting into double digits. So that was good to see. Um, so, yeah, great. Great to see that. And um, well, That's the second win in a row for Newcastle as well because they, uh, they won against Manchester Giants. Uh, earlier in the week yeah 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 so that's what i'm saying they're starting to find find their form i think yeah. and um i mean it's probably a good time to to bring this up in um our next week's episode we have got an interview um which is with a guy called keith white we do now keith is um hang on hang on and before we do this <laughs> is that for keith that's for keith yeah so we got Keith White. We've we've actually a, already interviewed him. It was a pleasure. Um, yeah, we've already interviewed him, but we have a backlog of interviews and stuff that sometimes um, it, it takes a while for it to come out. But he has got a great story to tell, and I don't want to say the punchline um, on here because you'll you'll hear his story. But he is the only person, the only person to go through something. Um, uh, in the eagle's nest but I'll, I'll, we'll wait till next week for that heart story to go out so. for sure heart stopping moment yeah so um, yeah that's mine that's that's, that's, that's my uh, game Mark. one of my games so yeah that's me over to you well I was going to give a quick rundown after this just about where everyone's been sitting and what, what the table's looking like at the moment but my game that I wanted to talk about this week was my there was two so the first one was a little bit of a surprise i'll be perfectly honest it was sorry scorchers playing bristol flyers oh yeah that was a great game yeah because the scorchers won that sounds like you're a scorchers fan mark well i was a little surprised because the flyers are doing very very well and uh, you know in terms of sort of the league the flyers are third and they were originally second um, Cheshire had a, a recent win, which has flipped it around. That was an exciting game that Cheshire played, by the way. Um, so then now they're second place and Bristol are third. And when you think third place, oh, they're going to be playing against ninth place. Well, there's, I want to say foregone conclusion. No, not at all. It was almost the same as when the Patriots played against London Lions. It just, you would have thought it would have gone one way and it just went a completely different way. Now, I wanted... I think the shout out really if you look at Bristol's game one of the won't say obvious things was that there were a couple of people down but they were consistent across everyone scoring sort of 15 10 12 13 17 around that sort of points when you say they were down they had nine players yeah. in their team yeah <laughs> they had nine players in their team exactly um but that could also be a good thing 
Yeah. You know, I mean, anyone who plays basketball, when you've got 12 on the, you know, a 12 man squad, sometimes an eight or nine man squad is better. Yeah. Just, I mean, Cooper just 23 points went off and wang the move that he did. And there was a highlight in a dunk. Go check it out. We obviously we can't show you that on being a podcast, but yeah, they absolutely played their socks off. And as much as I, I won't say I kind of expected Bristol to win, Surrey just led that game and no, we're going to win. We're going to take this game, and that was superb. So massive, massive <laughs> congratulations to Surrey. And what, you know what? With, with that, that game, that's put them up now. They're now in eighth position. And if you think wow. even just two weeks back. Who's gone down? Manchester. Manchester Giants have gone down. Oh, no. So now the table is looking quite quite tasty. And it's exactly what you said last week, is that we're going to see keep seeing movements. And if I literally, if I show you now a picture, this is what our um, table's looking like right now. Well, whilst you're doing that, can I just say that that move you talked about, I did see that and that is definitely worth giving a shout out. So it was Andrew Lawrence. Yes. He's the one you got to talk about first because Andrew Lawrence, he oh, he, um, he actually stole the ball. He, he, he got, he stealed the ball and then for a split second, I thought he went out of bounds, um, but then he comes flying in and then, yeah, um, I think, is it Paddy? I think his first name is Paddy at Wang. Wang. He, yeah. you know, comes flying in Alley, boom, yeah. dunk. Um, it, but you know, those two guys together. I mean, Wang, eighteen points, six assists, and one steal. And Andrew Lawrence with fourteen points, four assists, and two steals. Yeah, he, uh, they definitely, they definitely pushed it. But look, check out the. But you can see the you've table also right got to talk about Quinn Cooper. So you oh, have to Co say twenty-three points and three rebounds for him. Yeah, I mean, but it was the fourth quarter. It sounds silly, but you shouldn't, I won't say not discard that, but you think 23 points. Any person getting over 10, 12 points is seriously contributing to the team. Yeah. That, I mean, those three guys for me were the, you know, the standout players, but it was the fourth quarter. It, fourth, was, it, was, their, it was their outstanding effort in the fourth quarter. Yeah, there was a big surge, really but they brought that back. I think, I still think in the first three quarters, it wasn't, I don't think it was a case that, Bristol lost that one. I actually just think Surrey won the game. It wasn't that it was, oh, Bristol took the fifth of the gas or they played it wrong or they did something. I genuinely think that Surrey actually just played better basketball that day. Yeah. And, and that's, but, and you, you know, you can see the table right here now to share on my screen. Look, there's six teams that have all changed position in the league. Yeah. I, I, that's one. London's still at the top. Send them the bloody trophy now. Send <laughs> Send in the trophy. Paul, Pat's, um, Pat's at the bottom, Paul. That is soul-destroying. Pat, I'm feeling for you. Pat Wright, if you don't know who Pat Wright is, if you listen to this show, you must know who he is. But Pat Wright is the mascot for the Plymouth City Patriots. Absolute legend. What, what Absolute you, what great you, mascot. What do you send uh, commiserations for? Do, like, if you give someone a trophy at the top, do they get anything at the bottom? Like, sorry, yeah, you like a little last. spoon. A wooden spoon. Wow. Yeah, but as soon as it's BBL on the... On the spoon. Pat Wright's is a dog, so wouldn't they give him a wooden bone? Yeah, they could do that. They could do that. But the second game I wanted um, to talk about was actually, um, I thought the other, it was the other game changer in the, the league this week, and that was Cheshire Phoenix and Leicester Riders. Now, Leicester actually looked pretty tasty 
going into this and just Cheshire blew it out. They absolutely blew him out. And I know it was 102 96, and you look at the score and think, right, I thought it'd be a bit more than that, but they they just controlled that game. They they had no they were never gonna lose that game at all. And um I think I'm not gonna say Cheshire the dark horse here, but I think we were talking before about could someone catch London? I thought it might have been Bristol and by their form and way they were playing, but watching Cheshire, I possibly think they're the second strongest team now. You think they're the dark horse? Yeah. In the league, oh. it looks like it. I really do. At the moment, you know, they've got eight wins and four losses. And London Lions got 13 wins and one loss. So, yeah, there's like five games. Don't forget, you got the Scots. Yeah. You know, Caledonia, they've only got three losses. They've got three losses and, and seven wins. So they are all like all of these things that the tricky thing sometimes when you look at the table is that you say exactly as you've highlighted, London Lions have played 14 games. Caledonia have played 10. <laughs> there's, there's four game swing difference there. Mm. I mean, if Caledonia say won the next four games, they'd be on 11 wins. They'd be they'd be second place. And, and very convincing. So this the take I want to say the table doesn't count, but you can look at it every day and and I would suggest actually the Instagram. If anyone who is following BBL, if you however you follow it, I definitely recommend their Instagram because one thing they do really nicely on the British Basketball League is make this table and it's that little graphic and it says this is where everyone is this week. Yeah, that is good. I I, I generally think the Instagram, whoever's doing that, deserves a lot of credit. Yeah, they, they really have got it right. It's unique. I like the way they do the highlights. It's very unique to British basketball. They've and I, made I, a I like it. It's a product yeah, yeah, it's very good. It's very, good. very polished, and they really do do a good job. So massive congrats to them. Um, but that is exactly how you want the data, isn't it? Here's how many wins. Here's how many losses. And where are they, how have they moved in the table? Not just where are they, but have they moved? And that's I think quite that gives you a better not picture of the league maybe, but it, it puts a bit more excitement into it because you go oh. Bristol have just dropped down and Cheshire have just moved up to second. That's quite interesting. Sheffield Sharks, they've gone up and Leicester Riders have gone down to sixth. You go, whoa, that's insane because Leicester are up in sort of second, third place and then, you know, then fourth, then fifth, now in sixth. It's like, oh, are they going down? Are they having problems there? Surrey are going up to eighth. Manchester Giants are going back down to ninth. Everyone's moving around. It's really, really interesting. So that was my... Uh, second bit fit really for this week was I, I was really really i enjoyed the games but they both surprised me <laughs> the people that i thought were going to win didn't and um it had a massive effect on the tables so congrats to all the teams that once they pulled it out the pack this week but yeah a lot of movement in the in the uh in the bbl this week and uh it might be worth saying just that we have got games coming up this week so I think we've got some NBA news coming up, Paul. Yeah, we have. We the have. only thing, and there's one thing, I haven't got anything really to talk about it, but I just got to say, one of the um, early games, um, which was, oh, I think it might have been on Sunday, I can't remember, um, but got to talk about the Sheffield Sharks and the Surrey Scorchers. Um, arguably, it's up there for one of my favorite. It was just exciting. Uh, it was just an exciting finish watching those Sharks took the win 81 to 78 but yes. again the Surrey Scorchers they're, they're, they're all close games 
Um, and um, does the scoreline? Do you think did it reflect the game? Yeah, it was just an exciting game. It was just an exciting game. Other than the blowout games, I don't think the scores in the BBL necessarily reflect how close some of these games are, and that's across the board. Well, the one thing I feel for the Scorchers is a lot. Of, some of their games are really, really close. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've got to say in that game, Jalen Pipkins, um, I like him. He's a good player. Yeah, I'd you've really like to see times. him. I'd like to see him in the All Star um, All Star lineup. Also, he he did uh, do a great. Um, it might not have been that game. I can't remember. But there's a great highlight of his where he got a steal. You know, just goes up, dunks. You know, he's. Uh, he is a highlight reel, is Jalen Pip Pipkins. Um, but I just wanted to highlight that game. I've got nothing really to talk about it other than that to say I just found that game really enjoyable. Um, and uh, yeah, just that's, know, great entertainment. That's what you want though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, ultimately, yeah. you just want to watch a game and enjoy it. And, you know, we can make comments about could they have done this better or that better. But I think actually the more and more we're commentating about the games, we're just actually enjoying watching a good quality basketball yeah and um you know i think all the teams not just that it's very close that they're all at such a good standard and when you see the difference between second and seventh is a, a few wins <laughs> that's you don't get that in the nba there's normally a very very clear these two or three teams then maybe another one or two and then as we know at the bottom in the nba you get like five or six teams scrapping for seven eight nine ten eleven that's just how it is but that's not really the case here there's a couple of obvious there's an obvious standout with the team that we won't mention like the, they're like the Voldemort of uh the BBL <laughs> maybe a bit harsh but yeah and then no I don't know about Vo uh, yeah I you know they're look they're, they're a great team I think the only reason you're saying Voldemort saying that is because people like you want them. it to be yeah you, you just want it to be close and entertaining. And at the moment, it's, you know, it's, it's, it feels a bit of a potential blowout. Um, but, you know, you don't know. You, there's a couple of teams who might surprise you. You know, um, we just have to wait and Look, see. When but, London are playing in Europe, we support them. There's no question of that. We want to see... Hey, hey, what? don't say we. I'm not being thrown in this. Well, no, but you want to you support... Your homegrown basketball. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. No, no, do. no. Like I, I'm supporting them, but like you, you, you don't want them to win at all. I, I, I just want the league to be entertaining. Exactly. I'm, I'm there with you as well. But and at the moment, like you say, is it their fault that they're winning everything? No. But at the same time, um, yeah, it, it, it does mean that we're not really interested in first place, which you know, it's sad for them in a way because it's like, hey, look, we're doing really well, but no one seems to be that bothered. It's, no, because all the action's happening down here, and that's like you mentioned before about formula one it's the same thing someone yeah. else is out ahead miles okay no one's going to catch him all the action is between second and sixth and that kind of seems the same thing here so yeah but so, sheffield shots gotta say they got a squad of 10 um i just noted that because yeah. you, we were talking about someone with nine they got a, the last two games they play with 10 players it's weird i don't it? know if like, that's their how, norm but how do they get a squad that's so little players like you you'd expect uh, I'm curious. Well, it's not little. I mean, that's squad of ten is still fairly good, but I'd imagine when you get national league, you're usually, you know, at least twelve deep, plus reserves. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's just interesting when you get nine. Um, you think, oh, okay, what's going on there? Uh, I do think 
I don't know what it's like in the BBL, but I do remember, and I'm sure it's still a rule, in the NBL, which is the tier below it, you used to get fined if you didn't have a certain number of players. And I, th I want to say if you had less than seven players, you got fined. Oh, okay, seven. By the league. So you could have... From what I remember. Starting five and two spare, that's it. Yeah, no, no, sorry. I think if you had seven, you got fined. So you needed more than seven. I, I oh, can't okay. remember. I can't remember, but it was something like that. I, I'm, I wonder if the BBL is the same. Look, if you're in the BBL and you only have, you got eight, seven, eight players, there's you got a challenge there. So anyway, come on, we're waffling. What's going on? No, What's good. next? Well, next up is the, um, just finish up with what's upcoming games uh sheffield sharks leicester riders they're playing on the 17th and then we've got bristol flyers and manchester giants they're gonna be playing on the 17th as well so are the newcastle eagles versus the patriots that game's coming up um then we go to the 18th with uh sorry scorchers i believe yes just trying to read my writing and bristol flyers so that'll be an interesting game because that's what i want to say like the grudge match but <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like hang on you, you just kicked our bums last time we'll go the other one so um yep caledonia manchester giants london lions everyone's got some games coming up so i don't think there's gonna be much movement in the league this week i think a lot of the games are say cheshire phoenix versus surrey they're they're far enough apart that there's not gonna make too much difference but there's still gonna be some good games to watch um i'm just interested on some of these are there any grudge matches that are appearing and you know, just looking straight down the list, you go, there's a couple, it looks like. <laughs> I'd say certainly Surrey and Bristol in particular from uh, last week's uh, surprise win, I think, on their part, should we say. So that does us for the BBL. How about the NBA, Paul? The NBA, Mark, I got a historic, historic fact for you now. Give us and please, history. can you keep your finger on the round of applause button because I would just like to say a huge shout out to NBA legend, future Hall of Famer, without a doubt, LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James, absolutely le living legend. Yeah, he, he got his uh, 5,000 turnovers. Well done. <laughs> his 5,000th turnover. He is going up, going up the tables in more than one, one table, Mark. He's going up all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, I'm trying to look, I'm literally, I'm not going to lie. I'm going straight now. And it, this is, this is why Jordan's the goat. I've immediately gone. Let's look up the stats for Michael Jordan. How many turnovers did Jordan have in his career? How many do you think? Oh, I didn't. I didn't go this far. I just saw five thousand no, turnovers. I'm just looking up. And went, How many do you think it is? Whoever posted that, I don't know. No idea. Two thousand nine hundred and twenty-four. Oh well. Yeah. How many seasons though? Because LeBron has played. Well, it's still. It was. Still, it would still be under. Because LeBron has played more seasons. He's in his twenty-first season now. Jordan played how 15. many? Fifteen. He still wouldn't be getting five thousand. So, what? Who's got the most turnovers in NBA history? I want to. I want to hear that legend's name. Oh yeah, is that a throw? That's a throw under the bus question, isn't it? Yeah, I love that. That's great. NBA turnovers. Who's got the highest? Um, like personally, NBA. The one I like is the most fouls in a season. That always makes me laugh when I look at like the NBA or BBL. When you look at the stats, it's like. Who had the most fouls all year? And it's like, there you go. 
What a legend. Well, here we go. Let's look at all-time leaders. So what, what do you want to look at? Foul. No idea. Just what, who's top? Yeah, that's what I'm going to look for. Hold on. It's got to be someone with longevity so if you're looking at over 5,000, aren't you? So not steals, assists. Have they got a turnover one? Oh, yeah, turnovers. There it is. Oh, I think LeBron is top of turnovers, isn't he? Yes. Hey, he's, please tell me he's number one. I'm looking. Uh, so blocks is Hakeem. Let's have a look. Turnovers. Uh, yeah, I think that is him. Yeah, it is. It is him, and it's him by quite a lot. Who's second? Carl by Malone. how many? Carl Malone. Oh, yeah, it was Carl Malone, wasn't it? Uh, do you know yeah. how many Carl's done as well? So this isn't... What's interesting is um, LeBron uh, surpassed Carl a long time ago. Oh, Le did he? Yeah. So Carl Malone's 4,524. Oh, yeah. Well, so he's look, like Mark. almost 500 past him. But LeBron is at the top of many tables. Most points scored and turnovers. Russell he is up there. Yeah. Kobe Bryant's up there. 4,000. 4,010, to be exact. Yeah, I'm just having a bit of fun with this. I just saw that stat. He's gone over 5,000. I thought, that's great. Hey, look, he's going to be pushing, I reckon, 40K this season. So, in, as far as points. So, um, you, you can't knock him too much. But um, on this point, not that the listeners know, but we have got a... Um, we've pre-recorded... Um, and MB, some of the some of the people we've been talking to, especially some of the young kids, they don't know some about these legendary NBA teams. Yes. So we did one episode and we spoke about the bad boys, and we went, let's put that out there and see how that goes down. And that's not and Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, for those of you getting confused. It's yeah, it's um. <laughs> so we put it. We we're talking about Detroit, and um, let's see what those numbers come in as Mark, because if those yeah. numbers are good. Let's do a LeBron <gasps> episode. Could I? What? No, I want to do a Seattle one. Do a Le, Le, do, you oh, can do a no. Seattle one. Mm. But let's do a LeBron. You know, we could even ask Ryan Payne to come back. I and because and, he he's a huge LeBron fan. He is a LeBron fan. Someone has to be. So let's see if that bad boy episode does well. I LeBron actually, episode. I had an answer to your question from many many episodes ago. <clears throat> as soon as you said that, you said if Seattle do get an expansion team would i leave the mavericks and support seattle yeah because they are my original team and i've thought about this and my answer is no i would stay with dallas cuban will be pleased uh, well, and proud know, he will send me a message saying thanks for staying with us mavs family and i appreciate that yeah got dallas top on today just so you know but it's because the seattle is is closed now and when we were talking about Last last week when we were talking about how the cups and the trophies and the previous stuff and history, they kind of draw a line in it and they say that's it. The anything moving forward is almost like a new team. And I was thinking about it, and that's what Seattle would be. They would just be a new team. They're Mark, in, you're a disgrace. Then it's not the because the they would you, not. You're have, a disgrace. You you bring disgrace to the word fan. No, because they're not allowed to have their championship back. Oh really? They're not getting it. That stays with Oakland. That um, Oklahoma, yeah. Because that is under. If you look in on the records, it says OKC slash Seattle Sonics. They've they've won a championship in 1979, and I think that's wrong because Oklahoma didn't exist. 
because yeah, they, they own, should give that because they own back. the rights to it. So as it currently stands, Seattle would not have any history. They were effectively a new franchise. Um, and when you look through, I was looking through some of the history things for that episode, and I was just going through my notes afterwards, and it was just showing all of the historic teams where New Orleans have had teams in the past and other people have moved somewhere. And like Katrina, people went and played from New Orleans. They went and played elsewhere because Katrina decimated, obviously, New Orleans in the area. And then when they got teamed back at some point, that was almost like the precursor to Seattle moving to Oklahoma because that's where they played in that time. So there's all these things and people that, you know, LA, the Clippers and Lakers have shared a stadium for decades, haven't they? And then that's all going to be changing with the new center and all of those kind of things. You go, Seattle, the line is drawn. If they're going to be a new team, it's a new team. So I wish them well, but... I don't give a crap it what the NBA say. If I was the owner of a new Seattle Supersonics team, I'd be putting a 1979 banner up and saying, screw you, that is going up. You you can say it's not official, but that is the banner. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the shame. And did you say they've got the original banner in the city still? I believe so, yeah. Get it up. Get that would be straight up. The original banner, and I'd be like, there's our banner in the city. But, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, I'd be doing that. Yeah, you know, and you, you think of all the players that have played, like Ray Allen and, and Griff Bosch, people like that. They've all, they all played. Obviously, Durant, probably one of them, one of the more, obviously, Peyton and Kemp and all the history there. But it's it's just, the history has almost drawn the line and said, that's it, the, the trophy's gone there. So I don't know how that works, but. But it is wrong. But thank you for clarifying that. Well, I just want to clarify that. Your, that your team. It, it will just be the Mavs going forward because you changed wow. from Boston and moved over to Orlando. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. But, you know, that was my... I thought I can't go back because they are not that team. That team and that history and everything that I liked, that's ended. Thanks to wow. a dude who sells coffee beans. Well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so congratulations, LeBron, on your 5,000 turnovers. Um, <laughs> truly the man. Yeah, oh, right. I forgot where we even truly go with this. Man. Yeah, Love so LeBron, that's that's where this started Listen, from. Yeah, people will argue that he. I think Ryan actually brought it up in his thing about LeBron being someone who passes first, but clearly he also turns over as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if that bad boy's episode does well, we'll do a LeBron episode. So and I'm sure Ryan will come back and do that. I think the NBA. The only thing we can talk about this this week. That I wanted to bring up, and you got the same thing, was uh, about the NBA in-season tournament. It's um, why did you just say NBA in-season tournament? It's the NBA Cup. Because <laughs> I know I, you hate I, it. I actually, actually hate it. NBA in-season tournament. It's like, all right, call it the NBA it's the Cup. NBA in-season tournament. That's the name. It's terrible. That is absolutely terrible. Uh-huh. But yeah, you know what? And I got to say, the NBA have done it so well by making well. these league games NBA Cup cup games as well. They're effectively making these games double headers. Do you know, um, I, I actually, I, I, for the first time, I made a comment on someone's post when they're like, we're supposed to be load managing the teams and why they're making them do all this extra stuff. And I actually put, we did a show on this and it actually isn't. They're just a double bubble thing. We got loads of likes. Yeah. We got loads of likes. And these people were like, no, they're not. They're this. You go, people still aren't sure on the rules, which is yeah. it, it's quite funny. 
Um, but two guys from England know it. Yeah. There you go. Check Who out knew? the NBA Cup episode. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but you know what? I've got to say, making these games, double-header games, is definitely Spicy. having effect. It is spicing it up. Yeah. Um, we saw there was a, a handful of incidents that jump out, but I think the... Um, the obvious ones, Dray the, Draymond. <laughs> well, it, well, yeah, with um, uh, Clay Thompson. That's where it starts. Yeah. Um, McDaniels, and if you, Thompson. He does instigate that. Clay Thompson instigates that. If you look at it, I watched it back a couple of times. Yeah. And Clay Thompson kind of grabs him by the shirt. He does it like, like a little, the top. A little jet and just does a little shove. Yeah. And then the other guy, you know, it's handbags by that point, isn't it? The other guy grabs him and then does it back to him and pulls him. And then Clay's yeah. like, whoa, why did you just do that? And then does it back to him. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, who is it? Someone comes flying in and grabs Clay by the neck, and that's when Draymond Green. And I can appreciate that. From a teammate's perspective, he's backing Thompson up. Yes. Um, but at the same time, um, I like Draymond. A lot of people have, have mixed feelings about him. I have always liked him because he's very clearly a passionate guy who leaves it on the court. Um, and, and he's a little bit tempestuous but he's a solid player there's he's a solid dude to have around i think he went over the top there i think he went way too over the top and as much as i am not go bear's biggest fan uh, you don't you don't put your hand around someone's neck like you don't No, i he, agree he could easily I, I mean you look at the size of him i mean compared to go go bear's like seven foot he's a big he's a tall guy but <laughs> but when he's got his arm around his neck it's like his arm's the size of my leg. It's yeah, like he's been dude. suspended five games now. Five five games. And the other guys have got uh, 25 grand, $25,000 fines for each of them. Yeah, I thought the guy who came in on Thompson, you know, Draymond took it another notch, but I, I think something should have happened more to him. But do you know what my favourite thing about that whole incident? What? Just go back and look at, um, look at Steve Kerr's face. <laughs> yeah. He's like going... Shit, Draymond, don't kill him. Yeah. Don't kill him. <laughs> he is panicking. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was my favorite part of it. Yeah, it's um, but I, yeah. I read, I'm not gonna I can't take this as credit, but I didn't see who it was. But I saw one of the someone wrote down and he said it Steve Kerr looked like someone when when like two people's dogs are fighting in the park and someone's running over to shouting at their dog saying, put him down, let him go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like let him go, stop. He was. That was brilliant. Yeah, he, he, he was. But he did it. look like a voice of reason there. He, he he did look like a voice of reason. He came over and was. You could see he was like, "Let him go, let him go." Yeah. Um. It, it, so, especially as well because no one. If you haven't seen the clip anyway, I'll have to go look at it. But no one had scored a point at that point. It was. It was literally, the game had started. It was. <laughs> it was just kicking off, and it just went. But that is entertaining. It is. That is entertaining. And just going back to the BBL, yep. we're now talking about a moment and it's got media coverage everywhere. Yeah. You know, that like you had the um who is it, Anthony Davis. He had an, a couple of in, in moments yeah, um, in their game as well, uh in their cup game. A Anthony and Davis one was funny though, because the size difference between him and the other dude is very apparent. 
and um i actually i i'm not saying saying i think the, the other guy milked it he sort of almost jumped backwards remember when we were younger and mick would train us to be like the when you put the hand forward you go backwards and you take the charge kind of thing on the ground do you remember that yeah yeah well you used to do it quite elaborately like the elaborate scream and flop kind of thing <laughs> but the guy kind of did that and then grabbed his head and you go if you hadn't have done that people would believe you but he was nowhere near your head he literally made the mistake of putting his arm through and trying to like oh, i'm gonna strong arm off you and you go you wouldn't take the ball off him well, behave yourself so davis actually just shoves him in the chest and that should be penalized because you go you just you don't put hands on people and that's the problem. yeah that's where you've got to draw a line you go you've got to penalize there because that's you just don't do that but you know it's showing passion it, yes. it, it's adding to it and that's there all was on, a moment all on the new courts and so you've got yeah, these yeah, bright yeah. colors you've got so for the media people and all the content people they must be going wetting themselves because you've got all of this hype going on and look at the images that they're getting and all the colors and everything on it it's not yeah. like some boring white but this kit. is why i think the bbl should highlight that stuff as well because yeah when yeah. there's any kind of incident it's like camera goes away but like that what a, like you know it's confrontation is a part of life why not show it in a basketball game well, it's, um, it's competitive you're showing competitive spirit i am competing yeah. against you so if you are unhappy with me competing against you you're not having some personal grudge match there's no deep hatred or it's all on the surface it's all just i want to win and you're just showing yeah. passion but yeah you're absolutely right i mean so that brings me to my second point for the nba this season oh Alan, can i just finish this finish it let me just finish this this is in the nba cup standings i mean we're, we're early days yet early days yet um let me just quickly just double check a group yeah, so everyone's playing four games. Yes. So some teams are halfway. Other teams are 25% of the way. Yep. But at the moment in the East, we've got Miami, Indiana, and Boston yep. going through. Um, and Atlanta are the wild card from the East at the moment. But it's, um, you know, you've got, looks like you've got a one point difference between the milwaukee bucks and the atlanta hawks between who gets that wild card play so like even point uh difference comes into this so then going to the west you've got the lakers at the top um denver minnesota timberwolves uh all going through at the moment and the wild card from the west is the utah jazz yeah interest interestingly enough um all four of those teams haven't actually lost a game yet so no, that is definitely going to change. Unlike Dallas, who lost against the Pelicans. Quite, yeah. Quite spectacular. No as one well. cares. Yes, they no do. No one cares. They do because uh, <laughs> they completely ch choked, sucked it out. Uh, Luke had a pretty bad game and they lost like by 20 odd plus, almost 30 points. And that was the problem. It was like, as soon as they choke him out, what happened to the team? You go, there's your weakness. Congratulations. Pelicans just exposed the Mavs for all the teams in the NBA to go. That's how you beat them. Because Luca is one of the greatest players in the NBA at the moment. There's no question. Where's the rest of the team? And you stifle him out. That's it. Um, 
yeah so that that was that was it but it, it i've really enjoyed this in-season tournament some of the coverage i'm going to say nba some of the coverage was a bit pants because they kept focusing on uh Wembyana and hey look he's now playing against chet in oklahoma and he's two tall people fight playing together and you go but I am hearing rumblings. I'm hearing rumours of discontent in San Antonio Spurs locker room up. Wow. I don't know how true that is. All but I, there I mean, are rumours. Look, end of the day, he's clearly a talented guy. But we also know he's really tall. Yeah, we've got it. He's seven foot four, seven foot five, something like that. Okay, he's tall. We've got the memo. We can see he's very tall. Let's focus on something else like, oh, look at them. Look how high he can stand and throw it. It's like he can lift his hand up and dunk it. He doesn't even have to jump. So, yeah, of course he's. And some, I don't know who it was, I don't know what publication, but they made, they wrote something like, look at the airtime Wemby's getting or something. I'm not kidding you. You or I could jump higher than what he was. He didn't have, he doesn't have to. He literally was just putting his arms out and dunking it. You go, he's not getting any airtime. He's, what, what are you talking about? So it's, it was really, it's like focus on the basketball. And then you have all of these fights kicking off and people getting really passionate. Um, you get people getting dunked on. Um, I think LeBron slammed someone out as well and was, was chirping at them because they were getting a little bit lippy. Um, it was. Did you see that? I don't know if you have. It's LeBron throwing someone on the floor. It was on that same game with Davis. Yeah, but look, it's passion. And yeah. look, and, look, but what was Lakers, funny is, Lakers are 2-0. and oh, So LeBron they're grabbed, doing something right. If you see the clip back, LeBron actually grabs the guy's shoulders and literally pulls him on the floor. And LeBron's a big dude. There's no way around it. So, you know, he's six foot nine. He's built. He's pulled, that guy, to the, he's pulled that guy to the floor. And he's turning around going, come on, what are you flopping? It's like, yeah, mate, mate you, can, you can even see that you, like, you're a big dude. Maybe you don't realize you're in strength, but I'm sure you do. You easily Le just pulled that guy Le over. LeBron wants to be the first person to win the NBA Cup. Yeah, I'm sure he does. There's no. And, but I am confident in 50 years' time from now, this is going to be. You're going to be going, oh, yeah, the Lakers were the first team to win it. We'll be talking about Ooh, this. Oh, is that your prediction? In 50 then? years' time. You are? No. Is that your no, I'm just saying, Ooh. in 50 years' time, people will be going, nah, they were the first winners. So, are you going to do These guys now, I would say they're in, they're in living history, is how I'd say it. They are living history now, and you can, you know, you can be part of history if you, you do well in this cup. Yeah. I think they've absolutely... There's only one team that can win it first. Yeah, you just want to be... You want to have the the shot like Caledonia had to win the trophy last year. You want to be taking that shot and hitting that shot to win the very first in-season tournament, don't you? Yeah. You want to be that player. I hit the game winner for the very first inaugural... You know, that that's you want to be that person because that's you know that this team won it and this person hit the game winner. That's that's going to be in history. Whoever wins it second, yeah, it'll be a note, but everyone will look at who hit the first. God, that'll be exciting, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, what's your other point about the NBA? Um, it was it was purely that that because of the season because it's going in, I think they've just absolutely. They've actually made this. They've completely made my interest in the NBA fly through the roof. And that's what I was coming to. When 
the BBL have changed their media and their formats, we've become interested in it. And we've got, and, and we like basketball, but we've become interested in it. The NBA, it's fair to say they've been flagging over the last few, you know, doing the all-star game. No one cares about that. The dunk competition, boring. And then they do things like muck up the scoring and Dwayne Wade kills Aaron Gordon's stuff and everything. So, you know, I just think it's, I, I just think the NBA are absolutely smashing out of the park, personally. So, you know, that was my view. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, that was it, really. Dime bar. <laughs> Sorry, my, my my laptop is dying, Mark, and I, oh. I'm trying to turn everything off oh. so it uh, keeps me as much for battery as possible. That's why I'm turning my camera off. Okay, um, no worries. So it's got as much battery as possible. No worries, no worries. Um, yeah, I was just so saying. Yeah, NBA's uh, flying. NBA's actually flying. I think they clearly are also listening to us because we said do all these things and they've done all these things. Oh, uh, um, yeah. I'm sure it's that. I'm sure it's that's what it is. Well, we said um, they should I, have something like this. Even before the podcast came out, we said she's something like this and then they, they've granted it. So, Well, I did have another picture from one of our listeners, um, which was another kick in the balls. We always like to see a good kick in the balls in England oh, in uh, uh, from uh, in a basketball game. I don't want to um, I don't like them. I, I can't get it up. I can't get it up at this moment, but I'll, I'll show you. But it's it another one. So, is that today's show done, Mark? So that ends another edition of the Talking Basketball Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you've listened this far, bless you. <laughs> it's been a journey, hasn't it? <laughs> it's been a long one today. Well, that's what she said. But we've had a fantastic time. Thank you very much for listening. As always, go back, check out any of the other episodes if you haven't listened to them already. And please send us emails to ukbasketballpodcast at gmail.com or on our Instagram, Talking Basketball Podcast. I have been Mark. I have been Paul, and let's see if we get badminton off the Olympic sport status. Let's do it. Banished.